And this time on Culture File, who cares about cranes? Cranes, the birds, have appeared before on our naturalist bookshelf in the pages of Aldo Leopold's Assand County Almanac. But the largest flying bird on Earth has proved just too evocative for nature writers to leave alone. And this time, Paddy Woodworth takes down Peter Matheson's 2001 account of his travels in pursuit of cranes, the birds of heaven. There is something about cranes that makes them very special birds to us. Perhaps it's because they walk upright on two long legs and see the world from much the same perspective as the human eye, yet they can also soar to great heights. They disappear into the heavens, trailing bugling calls that haunt us. A rare music read across the continents and the centuries as an intimation of immortality. In 2003, in pursuit of a book that never quite happened, I followed the spring migration of cranes from southern Spain through the Pyrenees and southern France. I then had to switch from car to plane to reach Sweden, just in time to witness their extravagant courtship dances. I was fascinated by the different meanings these birds evoked in different cultures. In Spain's Estremadura, the most African landscape in Europe, they are welcomed as the seasonal promise that an intolerably hot summer has ended. In the Swedish wetlands, they are greeted with joy as the harbingers of new life, relaxing the frozen hands of winter. My journey was inspired by another book, Peter Matheson's The Birds of Heaven. Matheson was a remarkable American. Raised in East Coast privilege, he pursued a career as a novelist in post-war Paris with other literary-minded young expats like William Starin and James Baldwin. In this period, as he revealed in 2006, he was also working for the newly-born CIA in a fit of misguided idealism but he would later be a scourge of the FBI's persecution of Native Americans and a fierce critic of America's role in degrading the world's natural landscapes. He did not become as successful as he perhaps deserved as a fiction writer. His shadow country is surely one of the great American novels, an epic journey into the dark, valiant and greedy heart of his nation. Somewhat to his personal frustration, however, he remained much better known as a nature writer, with books as varied as his Guide to America's Shorebirds and a collection of vivid, troubling essays on nature and humans in Africa. Among these books, The Snow Leopard, in particular, reflects another of his great passions, a sceptical obsession with Zen Buddhism. With energy and daring, he seeks but never finds this elusive blonde leopard across Tibet's mountains. Haunted all the time by his wife's terminal illness at home and by the ephemerality of all our lives. In Birds of Heaven, written on the cusp of the new century, he confronts death in its most terrifying form, the extinction not only of species, but of entire ecosystems, our suicidal destruction of our home places. The cranes are the greatest of the flying birds, he writes. And to my mind, they're the most stirring, 
because the horn cries of their voices, like clarion calls out of the furthest skies, summon our attention to our own swift passage on this precious earth. And he continues, Perhaps, more than any other living creatures, they evoke the retreating wilderness, the vanishing horizons of clean water, earth and air, upon which their species, and ours too, though we learn it very late, must ultimately depend for survival. So he journeys across five continents, often accompanied by George Archibald, the tireless founder of the International Crane Foundation, to find out whether the 15 species of crane can flourish once again on this earth. And because these birds travel long distances, very often between wintering and breeding grounds, and they need healthy ecosystems all along their migration routes, their protection and restoration also sustains what Matheson calls the astonishing variety of forms in nature we call biodiversity. And to his own astonishment, he writes that after his journeys, a curious optimism has opened in my heart like a strange blossom. And he finds that some of the species are actually making a comeback, albeit a very fragile one. His book is a riveting account of the contemporary state of nature across the world. As a bonus, it is illustrated by the luminous paintings of Robert Bateman, which, like Matheson's prose, fuse evocative beauty with meticulous accuracy. Cranes have long been extinct in Ireland, but they're turning up here again. And just before the first lockdown, I travelled from Dublin to Galway by train. Gazing out over our degraded boglands, two huge flying birds caught my eye just for an instant. Then the train had flashed past them. Cranes, I said to myself in disbelief. I immediately dismissed the notion as wishful thinking. But then I learned that several other people saw a pair of cranes in the West over the following weeks, turning up like emblems of hope and renewal across our troubled land. Paddy Woodworth there on Peter Matheson's The Birds of Heaven, and the crane recordings were from the Rügen Islands in northern Germany, courtesy of Chris Watson.